This is the Thought Leaders Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another awesome episode of the Thought Leaders Podcast. Today, we are sitting down with the one and only Eric the Electric, or Eric Lampkin, for those of you who know him personally, which I doubt. But anyway, Eric is just a phenomenal YouTuber. He is, in my opinion, one of the most positive uh, food eating channels that promotes having a good time and being healthy and staying fit. His challenges are out of this world, off the charts. We've worked with him uh, in the past doing some really amazing stuff. And Eric, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me and for the kind words. I appreciate yeah. it. Uh, my pleasure. So uh, as we were chatting before, I'm a huge uh, fan of your channel. And right away, I just want to dive into the content of it. So for those of you guys who don't know, why don't you dive in and just talk a little bit about what you do on the channel? Yeah, so I upload to, to the average person that doesn't really that isn't really into food stuff on YouTube. This is going to kind of sound a little a little different, but I um, I I upload videos once a week of me um, eating crazy amounts of food and um, like way more food than the average person is used to seeing other people eat. And so um, that's something I I discovered years ago. And so I, I've, I do it once a week and I, I, I love being able to, to entertain people through that. It's crazy that YouTube has kind of been a, uh, an avenue for me to be able to, to showcase, you know, crazy amounts of, of food consumption and also, you know, my, my sarcastic, uh, crazy, you know, different personality at the same time i've uh, i've been able to to grow a, a following of um 1.3 million subscribers over the course of a few years just by you know showing other people my my odd talent of being able to to eat a, a ton of food so it's been pretty awesome yeah no uh first of all congratulations on the million plus subs that's that's Thank really, you. that's incredible and you know you're just getting a massive uh amount of views every video which is awesome to see so let's start um right at the beginning so how did you start getting into competitive eating and turning that into youtube yeah so um i actually started my channel as a fitness channel i was um it actually in in 2013 i was kind of uh, i've been a, a a huge bike rider for the majority of my life and i started off my channel like one day i was like you know what i kind of want to start a youtube channel just showing people around like san diego while i ride my bike and then i was in the gym weightlifting and i was like you know what i kind of want to i want to intertwine both of those and then i i thought to myself like you know what uh i can i can eat a ton of food so I tried a local food challenge and this is actually if people are familiar with the, the show man versus food um, Adam Rich, Adam Rich, yeah, Adam Richman, uh, yeah. all that. And I had been a fan of that since I was a teenager. Um, Me too. I love that yeah, show. <laughs> it's, been, it, it's, it's an awesome show. It's like it's pretty much what started everything. And so there is a local food challenge here in San Diego that's called the Broken Yoke. And I actually went with my two cousins at the time who were probably – I mean, they're big guys. Back then, I was probably about 140 pounds. I'm like five foot eight, and they're like you know six four, six five. You know, mid you know, like 250. They're they're big dudes, and so yeah. this breakfast challenge is probably it's it's served on a pizza platter, 
and it's a 12 egg omelet with two one pound biscuits like three pounds of potatoes it is it's a mass it's it's a big challenge and so i saw adam richmond do it on man versus food and i i did a bike race that year and i was like you know what i kind of want to i want to see if if i can tackle it and if they can tackle it too like that i i i'd seen man versus food i'd seen like channels like matt stoney you know i knew who furious pete was like all these different guys and i was like you know what i want to see if i can actually do a food challenge because i can eat a lot of food but I want to see if I can do it. So we walk in there and I not only did the food challenge, but I, I actually set the record for the food challenge. Yeah. It was my first ever food challenge. And so I, I had like an hour time limit and I did it in like, you know, 20 something plus minutes or whatever it was. And my cousins that I went in there with, they probably ate like 10% of it, you know, and they were, did you, did you train for that? Or you just went in and were like, no training whatsoever. Okay. I just literally, I did that bike race earlier that morning and I was like, you know what, I'm going to be super hungry afterwards. So let's just go see if we can do a food challenge. And so I, I did that and the manager was so impressed by how fast I took this thing down. He actually offered me a job. Um, he, called, <laughs> he got my he got my phone number and called me like a week after. He's like, dude, I, I literally am so impressed. Like I want people to do this challenge. Like I want you to work at the front and be a host so that I can tell people that this guy did this challenge, so you should do it too, you know, in a way to just kind of like make money off of people, you know, but, uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was crazy, you know? And so I did that and I shot it on my iPhone. I had like one of the early iPhones or whatever the one back was in 2013. And so, um, it's on like my, my other YouTube channel that like, I had like a bunch of other videos on back at the time. But, um, so I shot that on my old iPhone and I was like, you know what, this is actually, pretty it's weird but it's actually pretty cool to like take on these different like food challenges myself and kind of just put it on youtube and so i um i did a second one and then i did a third one and then it kind of just like you know started up from there and so the fitness stuff was you know something that i kind of did on the side and then i realized that you know my 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 real true passion was was at least on youtube was you know, presenting that, that food challenge aspect. And so I really started taking it seriously in, in early 2015. And as soon as, you know, 2000, early 2015 started, I just went full, full blast with YouTube. I was doing videos every single week, sometimes multiple videos a week. And, um, it's crazy that it's been, uh, it's actually going to be my seven year anniversary with my channel. Um, uh, actually, no, I just hit seven years since the channel wow. created. So, um, so yeah, it's been a crazy seven years <laughs> for sure. That's, uh, that's incredible. So were you at any point doing food challenges outside the channel or it's all on the channel? Um, the only one, the only food challenges that are not on the channel are the, like technically on the channel were the first one. And mm-hmm. then my second, uh, my second challenge, which unfortunately I failed because it was, <laughs> <laughs> it was horrible. So, um, but that's just because like back then I didn't really like, I just wanted to do as many as possible. And I was like, right. Oh, that one looks cool. That one looks cool. That one looks cool. And I wasn't really like thinking like, Oh my gosh, I need to document all of this, you know? Yeah. Um, so mainly just, uh, just two challenges. And then there were some contests along the way that I didn't really get the opportunity to film just because like eating challenges and eating contests are like two drastically different things. And so, um, 
and it's it, it just you know for me like i don't do contests anymore i do all my like actual like quote unquote challenges and then restaurant challenges and stuff like that so yeah so i was that's that's a really good uh distinction i mean i'm glad you brought it up because i think when i was growing up when i thought of food challenges or food um competitions mm-hmm. the, obviously nathan's is the hot dog eating challenge and like the three names that I have in my, or the two names is Joey Chestnut and Kobayashi. That for me, I think, and a lot of people growing up, when they think of this type of content, that's all they think of, or maybe uh-huh. older generation. Um, and you have been able to successfully, and I know it's not the same thing, but you know, a lot of the food uh, eating um, content is now really big on YouTube. Do you? Mm-hmm. So, and I know there's a lot of creators like that. Is there kind of a community of you guys trying to motivate each other, help channels mm-hmm. grow? Because there's so much great stuff going on. Yeah, yeah, that's a great question. Um, so that's actually what I thought of too when I started getting into to food challenges and everything. Like uh, Kobayashi, Chestnut, Stoney, uh, Mickey Sudo, like all these big names in competitive eating. Like I also these... remember uh, Eater X. Sorry, to interrupt you. With yeah, the, oh, uh, Tim Janus. Different... Yeah, like yeah, with the uh, with the face paint. That was yeah, awesome. exactly exactly. Yeah. So <laughs> my my first actual like introduction to the world of competitive eating was that there was a show on MTV called True Life, and right. they did a uh, they did a huge episode on competitive eating. So like I remember Eater X. I remember like you know Joey Chestnut, Kobayashi, like all these different guys going on that show, and so. You know, I remember like walking into my first contest. It was a, a boysenberry pie eating contest put on by the by MLE Major League Eating, and um, I walked in and I got literally demolished by these guys. Like it was, it was, it was a beatdown. I think I'd got. I think it, there was like thirteen competitors, and I was like, you know, sixth or seventh or whatever. But like, I mean, I was good enough for myself that day. But like, right. I've got a real glimpse into the world of competitive eating from like you know, from, uh, from my perspective back at the time. And I was just like, wow, like it's, it's a lot different than sitting at home recording yourself eating food. You know, it's way, way different. Cause you're not like, there's no time limit. There's no, you know, you can interact with the camera. You can, you know, say all the cheesy jokes and do whatever you want. But when it's like, it's like legit, like an actual competitive event. And so for me, I was able to kind of see what goes on in the world of competitive eating and, and all that. And um, it's definitely, it's def, they're definitely a different breed of people because like people don't really realize what you actually have to do to be at that type of level, you know, with the training that you have to put yourself through um, the mindset that you have to be in whenever you're, you know, you're eating 64 plus hot dogs in one sit. Like that's people don't really understand how like outrageous that actually is. Right. to be able to do something like that. And so, um, but, uh, but yeah, I, I have seen that there's been a major, uh, a lot of the other people, um, you know, are making their way into the world of YouTube from competitive eating, um, which is great. I really think it's awesome because, you know, like my ability to eat a lot of food, I would say is like, it's, it's up there with, with, with some of them but like the number like the big names in competitive eating are like they're insane like they're literally just insane you know like i think i think joey chestnut did like 35 big macs or something like that which is his channel yeah yeah it's 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 literally insane and so like i think it's great that they're that they're moving over to youtube and starting to do a lot of that now um 
I would say that like when it comes down to me just being like, I don't really classify myself as a competitive eater anymore. Um, and so just because like when it comes down to doing those contests and, you know, versus like my food challenges, I just really didn't enjoy like the, it, it gets pretty it, like when you're watching a, a food eating contest versus like somebody eating, you know, like me eating my food challenges, like the, uh, it can get pretty nasty sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I, re I remember recording a few of my contests and people just going like, dude, this is really like, I don't really want to watch this. <laughs> it's like, it's like yeah. you're food and other food you're mixing, you know, drinks, you're getting stuff all over your face. It's just like, it's, it's, it's a different type of thing to watch for sure. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, regardless, like I, I still have done my fair share of contests and, um, it's, I definitely got to experience it, which is a, which is a plus, you know? So, yeah. no, that's awesome. So let's go down the route of what, you know, what your bread and butter is and these food challenges. So, um, I, you know, I'm not gonna, I don't want to call anyone out. Um, but there seems to be a very, first of all, it's a very decisive, uh, excuse me, divisive, uh, topic on mm -hmm. YouTube. And there are some people like yourself, um, and I really put you here at the pinnacle of this, of doing it in a healthy, um, positive, promoting health, all the good things. And there's some channels, you know, uh, people extremely out of shape, really dangerous messages putting mm -hmm. out there. Um, I want to know how you struck that balance and you're in great shape. Um, kind of what goes into a challenge and how does it really affect your health and kind of everything that goes into one of these? Yeah. Yeah. I'm really glad you brought this up too. So, um, so I actually, um, I started off how I got my really big appetite. I grew up, I grew up extremely overweight. And so I, as a kid was used to being made fun of for my weight. I was used to being bullied, all that different stuff. And so I actually went through, you know, I went through a complete shift. I went from being huge overweight kid to losing a bunch of weight super rapidly. And I developed an eating disorder from that. And so I was dangerously underweight. And so that was um, around the time that I was a teenager. And so I kind of had to um, have this, you know, I developed this mentality through a few years of being in recovery from that, you know, that, you know, food was something that I can use to, excuse me, feel myself. And, um, I can use it at, use it in a, um, you know, use it to get stronger, to, um, just be, um, be in a healthier, um, body. And so once I was able to kind of get that, um, you know, educate myself and just go through a lot of the necessary stages I needed to go through to kind of get to that healthier balance, I was able to kind of see food in a different way. And so I think that's really, that's really an important thing that I needed to realize for myself, just because like a lot of people will see like my food challenges or see just any, any video of a person eating a ton of food and kind of like, there's a lot of like dichotomous thinking that exists on, on social media and on YouTube in general, where people just like have this, this notion where they like, they see something and they, they just have black and white thinking like, okay, that person is eating a ton of sugar. They must only eat a ton of sugar. Right. They must only eat a ton of, you know, hot dogs or, you know, like their, their diet must be horrible. And I try to like, let people know that like what you see on social media, um, isn't always what is, you know, that's not going to always be the only thing that person eats or does in their day-to-day -day life, you know? And so like when I, when I went through my recovery and all of that, I really, um, I just got a, I got a very, I got a 
just a different and, and better understanding of like my own body and like my own limits. And um, so I was able to kind of get my, my, you know, my mindset completely changed around. And so um, I, so I started doing my, my food challenges and um, started using um, like, I'd see um, a lot of people have commented, you know, cause I've gone through, you know, different periods of time through my channel where, you know, um, this is another thing with social media, especially when you do food challenges <laughs> on YouTube, you, um, I've, I'll go on my tours and I'll gain like 10 or 15 pounds sometimes on my tours and people will comment on weight gain and weight loss and all that stuff. But, um, but I try to, like you mentioned earlier, like I try to, um, make it a, a, you know, now more than ever, um, a, a thing with people that like, you know, my, you know, eating a ton of food isn't really the healthiest thing in, for anybody to do, you know? Right. And, um, I try to just make it a, a, a message with people that, you know, you can, you can eat a ton of food, just make sure that you're active every day of your life. You know, yeah. that's extremely important. And people really don't understand that because they're stuck in that, you know, that period of, uh, or that mindset that I was just talking about where they're just like all or nothing, you know, like, oh, that person is, you know, he's, he's eating a ton of food, but he must be like, you know, he's must be super unhealthy outside of all this stuff. And so, um, I realize that that's always just going to kind of be the way that people think. And there's nothing I can really do about that, but I try to do as much as I possibly can to make sure people know that like, okay, I, you know, I take my supplements, I get blood work done quarterly. I am an endurance athlete. So I'm doing large amounts of activity and on a very frequent basis, I, um, I take extreme precautions to make sure that I'm healthy outside of all of this or else I wouldn't be able to do this, you know? Um, so, and then, you know, there's other, other things too, you know, with, with other people that do do food challenges that aren't in, um, you know, they're not in really good shape or, you know, they're, um, you know, they're just, um, like, cause like, what, like I said earlier, it's, it's, it's definitely not the healthiest thing to do um, if you're not taking precautions for it. And so, you know, that's, unfortunately that's, you know, that's, there's nothing I can do about that, but the only thing I can really control is my own actions, um, or are my own actions and, you know, what I'm putting out into the world. And so I kind of just focus on myself for the most part. Yeah, no, uh, that's, I think a lot to unpack what you said. Um, so kind of just going piece by piece, but I think that was an awesome answer, but just to kind of, debrief everything because again that was a lot um funny that i think the first time i heard of you i saw that men's health article uh, i believe mm -hmm. it was in men's health about mm -hmm. how you're coming back from uh anorexia i believe right yeah um so that's really awesome that you're so open about talking about that and especially with the kind of content that you're putting out so how does mm -hmm. you know how do you feel how did that come about that you went kind of back to the extreme but you went from one end the one end to the other end, but it's such a positive part of you now. Yeah, um, that and that's something that I get. Um, I get a lot of feedback on pretty much every day of my life, you know, because people see that um, that they see that article, and I'm very open about my past. A lot of people that are in, you know, this whole eating challenge or competitive eating or just like you know, food in general at least in my community have, have, you know, have dealt with previous eating issues. They're just not really that open about it, which is understandable. I just choose to be because I want to try to help as many people as possible. Um, because there are, um, 
there are so many people that are struggling with eating issues or body image issues out there. And so, um, so I was able to, I guess, you know, I used to really, I don't want to say I would get offended when people would say one, one extreme to the other, but I, I mean, cause like basically have been, you know, right. um, I, I real I realized that my, what I went through was a, um, a huge, you know, psychological shift where I was thinking in terms of like, you know, what, because eating disorders, especially anorexia, thrive on irrational thoughts, you know, like, okay, if I don't, um, uh, or if I, you know, if I, if I venture outside of like my, my zone for the day where I, you know, don't eat uh, practically nothing, I'm going to get fat, you know, and so once I started really challenging a lot of those, you know, like the average person doesn't think like that, you know, but those, those types of thoughts are just basically thoughts that have just been reinforced over and over again, you know, when you constantly think like that. And it's like, even me explaining it, like, it's crazy just how, I, it, how I used to think, you know, mm-hmm. in my day-to-day life. And so when I explain that to people, they're just like, how can you, how can you, how, how could you think like that? And there's really no answer, you know, it's just because I was so, I was stuck in this mentality. Like I said earlier, I grew up super overweight. And so I was constantly just thinking that if I, if I ventured outside of like my, you know, my, like I used to live on like, you know, 800 calories a day, like as a 18, 19 year old kid. And I was, I was, I was dangerous. I was pretty close to not, you know, I hate to say it like this and be morbid, but I was close to, you know, not being on this earth anymore, you know? And I got to that point where I was, I was like, okay, I really need to like get a grip and get a handle on my mentality because if I don't, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to survive this. And so like, once you have that really big wake up call and you really realize that like, whoa, like you really need to start thinking differently, man, because like how you're thinking right now is just not, it's not, it's not real. You know, it's not like it's, it's causing, it's causing you to like, you know, just think so irrationally. And so, um, and so I was able to kind of restructure my thinking. And uh, I, like I, I, I said, I went, went through recovery and I did a lot of things to, to just get a better handle on myself. And so what I do now, it's like thinking about what I do now, like back then, it's, it's crazy because like, I never would have imagined I'd be doing exactly what I do now, but I'm able to do what I do now because like, I, I understand like the, like what, what is going on. Like, sure. I'm eating thousands upon thousands of calories, but I know that it's not going to make me what I once was. Right. So, so hopefully I was able to, to answer that question. A no, little bit. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. Um, again, I, and I think that you touched on something else that I really want to talk about in the, um, is how you incorporate and I know the, the main focus of the channel is the eating but there's always shots of you doing physical activity mm-hmm. or most of the time like I, a lot of times you're doing a selfie on uh riding your bike mm-hmm. and i think that that is such an important aspect because you can and i'm not a dietitian and i know you aren't yourself um or a nutritionist but again if you're going to eat something that's super unhealthy and then work out the next day or you worked out that morning to kind of balance it out, that's fine. And a lot of people look at these food channels and don't understand that, you know, there's a lot of physical uh, fitness aspects that goes into it. And you're really promoting that, which is great. Yeah. And um, the, so I just started doing it recently. Um, The, unfortunately, like I kind of fell into this kind of one dimensional, and that's the only way I can say it, kind of view on 
my channel was just food challenge, food challenge, food challenge, food challenge. Like every week was okay, Eric. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a you know twenty thousand calorie hostess challenge. The next week it's gonna be hundred dollars at McDonald's. The next week it's gonna be a bunch of Sonic and. You know, I did that for about a good year and a half. And then I got to 2020 and I, I remember just thinking like, I really want to show people more about myself and I really want to show more people more about, you know, what I'm, how I'm able to do what I do. And, um, and so I, sorry, there's a, yeah, <laughs> there's a guy so. literally blowing up his, uh, <laughs> doing his, doing his gardening outside. Hey, uh, it's good. It's, it's yeah. Good. Yeah. So I wanted to show more people more about myself. And I realized that, um, I kind of called it Eric, the electric 2.0. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so once I started Eric, the electric 2.0, it became more, it became more about telling people, you know, that there's, there's more, more than just food challenges every single week. There's, you know, I feel like a lot of people, um, wanted to know like, okay, like, how are you able to do what you do? And so I started inter intertwining more of the fitness elements too. And, um, like recently I did a, a, a challenge where I tried to eat 10,000 calories in a day. And then I tried to burn 10,000 calories in the day. And so, um, that was like, that's an example of like, you know, what the fitness, how you can intertwine the fitness element with the, the food element too. And I started thinking about, you know, how my, my channel is, is the direction of my channel now. And I love, love where my channel is at right now, because like, that is, um, that is genuinely something that I wanted. Like I love showing people, but also something that's way more sustainable in the yeah. long run, you know, because like, it's, it's just it, doing these, like all of 2018, I was just doing these absolutely crazy, insane food challenges. But when you intertwine the fitness element into those food challenges, it definitely adds a, 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 a that sustainable element that I really was was looking for for us for yeah. a long time. Um, and definitely, I think uh, someone that I follow, I'm sure you saw, uh, Greg Doucette had a, yeah. um, and he's very critical of pretty much everyone, <laughs> very everyone, <critical>. everyone <laughs> on YouTube. Uh, and, and you know, justifiably sometimes unjustifiably, and he had a response and. Um, I mean, I would love your take on it, but I think he was kind of giving you a, kind of touching on things that I touched on that you do show that, yeah, you can eat a crazy amount of calories, make sure you work it off. Yeah. Yeah. So I saw, I was actually wait, kind of waiting for, for Greg's video to happen. He did a few videos Like he's done videos on a few of my friends and, um, I, uh, <laughs> I remember like I had a friend of mine actually send me, so I woke up that morning and, and, and my, one of my friends was like, he had sent me a DM and I saw like a thumbnail and it, it was Greg's, Greg's video and it had my, my, like my, me and his thumbnail. I'm like, oh, yeah. great. Here's the video. And then I, <laughs> I got a text from my other friend that was like, dude, did you know, did you see it? Greg's and I'm just like, okay, great. What's going to happen now? So I was genuinely, I was very, very surprised when I saw that video. I, um, but I was, I was, I was really, you know, I was taken back because I was just like, I, like you said, you know, it's, you're, he's very critical, you know, but like understandably so, because like he's, you know, he's Greg, you know? And yeah. so, um, he took my, my video. So I tried to do, I tried to gain 30 pounds in one day. Um, and that was the video that he had used, um, for his, for his critique. Um, the title of the video. So like, <laughs> I guess from my standpoint, I, you know, when it comes like his, I think it's called like my critique of Eric the Electric's binge eating channel or in, in whatever you want to call it. If you want to call it binge eating, 
go so be it my my whole thing is like when people try to tie you know certain um there's a lot of um internet therapists and a lot of internet psychologists and doctors that exist i like to call them that because they're just people that think that they like know mental illness and so they just try to diagnose that with people and so um so like whenever i see binge eating i'm used to see people just like oh this guy's got some sort of binge eating disorder now and all that different type of stuff and i even though i try to like make it a, a very like a, i try to make it a you know a, a belief or just put it out there to people that like no like i do this once a week and that's it you know my life doesn't consist of this or else i would be you know i would be really unhealthy and a bunch of other stuff and so i was ex i saw that title and i was expecting greg to kind of just like throw stuff out there like that and so when he didn't and then i watched more of his videos I was like wow i'm waiting for him to like actually just go just kidding this guy's terrible um don't watch his channel blah 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 blah, blah. and so i like i remember finishing the video and i was like i literally cannot believe i just watched that and i did not see anything bad pretty much. He did say that there was like, he didn't fully believe that I gained 30 pounds in a day. And I'm used to dealing with a lot of um, doubt and a lot of stuff like that. And so that was totally fine. But yeah, I was, <laughs> I was really surprised. I was like, this is, this is cool. I can go with that. Uh, but yeah, it's, uh, I, I, every so often people will make a video or something like that. Um, and it's been more positive lately, actually, because I'm starting to show more fitness elements, um, on my channel. And, um, I, you know, I just really want people to know that we, you know, like what I talked about earlier, we're like, you can, you can enjoy that slice of pizza, you know, you can enjoy it, you know, a slice of cake or whatever it is. And it doesn't make you unhealthy, you know, because we live in a society that preaches that still right. to the day. And so I just want people to know that like you can live a balanced lifestyle and you don't have to think like that, you know? Um, and so I think Greg did a great job at, you know, giving people show, or at least showing people what my main message is. So, yeah, I think that, um, it's so refreshing that you're coming in with a bit of the fitness content because a lot of times, you know, I personally enjoy a lot of fitness YouTubes. So a lot of times you'll see people with what I'm going to call unattainable uh, mm -hmm. bodies, right? Because whether or not they're natural or not, it doesn't matter. They, they, you know, they're maybe not be, might not be a professional athlete, but that's what they do for a living. They train all day, every day, mm -hmm. like the normal person can't. They have incredible physiques, and then they do like a 10, 20, 30,000 calorie challenge, and that is not going to affect them that much because, again, they're so – that's what they do. They work out for a living. You, on the other hand, you are a regular person – uh, who does a lot of, you know, a lot of, uh, physical activity, but you're highlighting the eating part and then adding in, Hey, by the way, I'm a normal guy, completely attainable mm -hmm. and I can do that and I can eat. And I think that's the real power of your channel because you're not a guy who's in the gym for, and I could be wrong, but I don't think you're in the gym for 12 out, you know, doing mm -hmm. three days or four days. Right. Yeah. Um, I actually, well, I'm a, I'm a power lifter too, but the, uh, I realized that at a very, you know, like a few years ago that I'm not going to be those, those guys. Like, cause I, I used to watch those channels too, where I'd be like, oh my goodness, like this guy is 8% body fat. He's got right. tons of lean mass on him and he's, you know, eating 10,000 calories, 15,000 calories a day. Like, whoa, you know, and like, and that, that's, that's what a, a lot of, unfortunately, like our younger generation is like trying to look like and and that's kind of just that's 
I feel like that's going to always be there. That's like the the message that society pretty much preaches. And so, I mean, I realize that I, I don't really have the, I don't have the body type. I don't really have the genetics to, to be that way. Like people always kind of make this, like, I see comments from people that are like, man, I wonder if you actually lifted weights, like what do you would, what do you would look like? And I'm like, I kind of already do actually <laughs> already do a lot. And it's just, you know, this is not the way the body works, but but yeah, I uh, and I also realized too that like especially with what I do, like I, it's like I'm never going to be that eight percent body fat guy. I mean, I love food too much, and it's also my job to eat a ton of food pretty much every week. So it's like I'm a not going to go, you know, get super chunky, and I'm not going to get super lean. And I, I I like the way that I am now because yeah, I, I you know I'm not. I'm, I feel like I am a normal guy, you know, and I feel like a lot more people can relate to that aspect because, you know, the super shredded, super, you know, all this muscle on you, that type of look is definitely something that is, um, it's, I'm not going to say it's unattainable for the average person, but it just takes so much time. And the fact of the matter is, is like, you know, with, with these, you know, calorie challenges and a lot of these guys that, that preach that is it's, it's, um, it's just not something it's not realistic, you know, exactly. it's not realistic to do that, you know? Mm -hmm. So, um, I do have a lot more time to be able to dedicate to improving my fitness than the average person does, you know, I work from home, I create content. Um, and so that's, that's where I feel incredibly blessed. You know, I feel incredibly blessed in a lot of different aspects, but you know, for me, like I'm training for an Ironman right now. And so, you know, that takes a lot of time to, to be able to, you know, go out on runs, bike rides and all this different stuff, you know, and I can kind of create my own schedule. And I realized that the average person doesn't have, like I said earlier, that time um, in that 10,000 calorie eat and burn challenge. I started talking about, you know, how people um, actually, I'm not sure if you've heard of him, but his name's David Goggins. He's a, yeah, um, of course. Uh, yeah. He was, uh, oh, <laughs> good. Yeah. Goggins fan, good. Yeah. good. Yeah. So like, I'm, I'm a huge David Goggins fan. And so I, I, you know, I found him last year when he was on the Joe Rogan podcast and I started listening to a lot more of his content. And so I was like, you know what, I really want, and that, and that changed my mentality, you know, on, on exercise, on, on everything that I do in my life. And so I even started talking about the, the 40% rule in my 10 K eat and burn challenge. And just from talking about that, you know, I got so many positive responses from people that were just like, wow, it's like, you know, you're, 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 it's not just with food. Like, you know, if I want to tackle like that presentation I have at work tomorrow, or if I want to, you know, tackle that, you know, that job opportunity that, you know, I, I have next week or whatever, I really need to give everything I have towards accomplishing that goal. And so, um, you know, just me finding out about, you know, the fact that like, I, you know, I'm only really giving 40% of, my overall capability to the things that I I'm doing in my life was such an eye opener for me. And I was able to kind of, you know, push that more and more and more and more. And so, um, but yeah, finding out about David Goggins and his overall message and everything has completely changed the game for me. So. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, I, I don't know. I'm sure you've heard of him, but if you haven't heard of uh, Jocko Willink, uh, that's no, I haven't. Guy. Yeah, definitely look up uh, Jocko Willink. He's very similar to that style of um kind of motivation and something that i definitely live by one of jocko's biggest things is just be better than yesterday you know it's it's okay. every it's about self-improvement so i think that will that kind of aligns and, and it's great to hear that you know you're putting out this message because I, I feel like i'm repeating this but it's true it's, 
there's so much negative content mm -hmm. uh, or negative feelings about eating challenges. You're just putting a whole spin on it. But now let's uh, let's take kind of a shift and understand what actually goes in to <laughs> one of these challenges because I'm super curious of how it works. So like, yeah. walk me through how you like come on an idea, filming, eating, how you feel, what's going on. <laughs> um, yeah, a lot of people just kind of look at it and uh, they just go, oh, you know, like you just wake up and just feel like eating a hundred dollars of McDonald's every day <laughs> or, you know, and it's like, no, I really, <laughs> I, I don't wake up and just think, man, today is, I, I feel great about just going out to McDonald's and eating a hundred dollars of McDonald's. Yeah. Um, it was in 2018, in early part of 2019, that was kind of the, the take on everything is like, okay, you know, if, I, you know, I think about doing a challenge. I'm thinking about doing a challenge on Tuesday, it's Sunday. So I'll kind of just prepare for it that way. But no, um, now it's, you know, I, I preach plan my challenges a week, usually in advance. So I pretty much know exactly what I'm going to be doing. Um, that's, you know, for me, like I can kind of get a, a, a gauge on, you know, what my audience wants to see based on, you know, the comments that I see. Um, and also too, I usually, when it's like a holiday or it's, you know, a, a certain period of time, like during the summer, I just did an ice cream challenge. And, um, I know that more people are going to want to watch an ice cream challenge. And honestly, like ice cream sounds good when it's super hot outside. So I'm like, cool, I'll <laughs> yeah. do that, you know? So, um, or like a s'mores challenge or whatever it is. And then for holidays, I do like big, you know, Thanksgiving, Christmas videos, uh, my birthday's next week. So I did like a birthday theme video. And so, um, those, those, pre those, those types of challenges are all kind of like set in stone. Like I'm going to do a video for, for events like that. Mm -hmm. Um, but when it comes down to like day-to-day week-long videos, I pretty much just have my, my normal, you know, flow already in place. So, um, I usually shoot on like a Monday or Tuesday at the very beginning of the week. And so, um, going into the week on the weekend, I already, you know, I'm pretty much like in that mindset of kind of getting myself kind of shifted into, okay, you know, you have a video you're shooting on Monday. Um, you know, I get all, everything pretty much lined up for it. Like Monday, whenever I, you know, I, I do my challenges, I always do a bike ride or run or something that's, you know, a, a pretty long, uh, you know, duration activity for the day. And then, I, um, and I mainly do that because when I do my, my challenges, I, I, that I really can't, it really, it increases my appetite a lot. And, you know, there's, there's so many benefits to cardiovascular activity that I tell people, like, it's great, not just for like burning calories, but it, it has a lot of benefits overall, but that's one of the main benefits for me is that it really increases my appetite a lot. And, um, and so I do, um, I do one of those and I don't eat that day. A lot of people were like, Oh, what do you eat for lunch? Or like breakfast? It's like, no, like when you're eating, you know, 10 million calories, <laughs> you're not going to really want that's, breakfast. That's that the day. meal for the day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so, um, uh, but if it's like a, you know, if it's, if it's, it really just depends on the size of the challenge. You know, if I'm doing something that's kind of like, you know, a, a lower, you know, volume challenge it, it, you know, I won't really have to take too much, too many, you know, measures beforehand to, to prepare for it. You know, uh, like if I'm trying to eat, you know, uh, I'm trying to think about like, if I did like, 
generally challenges obviously with like lower amounts of calories. If it's like an 8,000 calorie challenge, like that's something that I can eat and still like afterwards be, you know, slightly hungry, you know, eight to 10,000 calories. Um, just because of the size of my stomach, you know, I have a 13, actually between 13 and 15 pounds stomach capacity. So it kind of, it kind of fluctuates. Um, is that how high above the average is that? Um, I would say that that's, uh, like Joey, um, Joey Chestnut and Kobayashi, like all the big, big names, they probably have about 20 to 22 pounds on the capacity. And so that's, yeah. What's a normal so person, like a non-competitive? I think a normal person is probably around four, four or five. Wow. How do you measure that? I'm curious. Um, well, I mean, I've been able to tell over the years based on, um, the, uh, like when I did like practice stuff, I used to practice with like, uh, this is going to sound super gross to the average person, but like, uh, <laughs> I used to do, uh, like sugar-free jello. I'd make okay. like a giant bowl of sugar-free jello or, um, a lot of, uh, competitive eaters, like they'll do water training. So they'll drink a gallon of water. A gallon of water is roughly eight pounds. So you can kind of get a better gauge of where you're at with, uh, your stomach being able to handle more. Um, it's usually better to do it with like, I mean, honestly, it's definitely not the healthiest thing either, especially doing it with water because you can actually, you know, die from, you know, water intoxication. But, um, but yeah, so you can, you, I, I like to do it with food just because like, you know, it's just the better way to do it. So, um, but yeah, that's generally how you're able to kind of gauge your stomach capacity, uh, is through all of that. Okay. Um, so you were saying that, you know, you're, you're not eating before the challenge, you're getting ready and then, and then how, what's the process? So, um, so usually I don't eat before the challenge and, uh, I go into it now. Um, <laughs> I'm, uh, it, now it's, it's definitely like, I'm, I'm thinking about how I used to do it. Where it's just like, I kind of set up my camera and I just hit record and I'm like, cool. I'll think about everything <laughs> on the spot and just eat food and that's it. But now I, um, I don't script out my videos at all, but I definitely have like a, you know, a few items that I'm like, really, like really excited to try. Like if I do, uh, you know, there's like every single week, there's like new cereal out here in America. There's, you know, there's new candy bars, new chips mm -hmm. and all this different type of stuff. And I'm like, Oh, I'm super excited to try that, that new birthday kit, Kit Kat. I'm probably going to, that's probably going to be super good. So I already know in my mind that like my audience wants to see me try that. So I'm going to really highlight that type of thing. I just have like big things in my mind um, that stick out to me. And I just kind of focus on those big things. If I'm really, really full, it gets incredibly hard to talk about those things. Like people don't really understand how difficult it is to like, because you're interacting with an audience of a hundred, you know, thousand, sometimes hundreds of thousands. Sometimes like if the video gets a lot of hits, it's millions of people. So you really want to try to be as charismatic as possible. You don't want to just sit there and just be like, Oh, this is really good. Okay. You know, like, <laughs> it's just not like, it's not watchable, you know? Right. So but when you get to the point where you're literally just stuffed to the brim, it becomes incredibly difficult <laughs> to do all of those things. And so, uh, so yeah, I, I push through it most of the times, but you know, if the challenge gets, gets to be over, you know, 13,000, 14,000, 15,000 plus calories, it's, it's, it's almost impossible to like think, you know, just because <laughs> you have so much salt in, in, in sugar inside of you that it's just like, you know, I kind of just do the best I can to get through it. 
Um, and, uh, so yeah, if, you know, when I finish each challenge, I, I do all my challenges at night, obviously, just because that that's the meal I'm having for the day. Right. And so, um, when you're taking in that amount of, uh, that amount of calories and that amount of, you know, sodium, sugar, whatever it is, um, my, your body, my body just goes into pretty much just like, okay, it's, I don't want to call it shutdown mode, but you know, you're, I I'm, I'm going to sleep right after that. Like, it's just, I'm down, I'm sleeping on my back. You know, I, I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm done for the night. Usually it's, and I usually, after I'm done cleaning up and everything, it's usually already about 10 o'clock. And so that's pretty much it. And then, um, the next day is like kind of like a, you know, a detox day where I just, um, I don't, I don't go on a super long bike ride. I don't go on like a huge crazy run or anything like that, just because I have so much food inside of my stomach. Um, I usually do something more, you know, like low impact. I, I go on really long walks or something like that just to get the blood flow going, just to get digestion started. Um, mm-hmm. because like everyone's always like, like, what's the next morning look like Eric? And it's like, nah, it's, it's not like what you think it is. You know, it doesn't all just like flow. <laughs> it's gross, but <laughs> it doesn't just all flow out of me. Like it takes a yeah. long time, a long time for your body to be able to di- digest that amount of food like that. It, you know, you were talking about like. 14, you know, to 15 pounds worth of food, you know, that's not going to just all, you know, come right out the next day. It's going to take days for that to actually happen. So, um, but, uh, but yeah, the next day is usually pretty brutal. I'm not going to lie. Um, it really just depends on once again, like the macronutrient breakdown of, of the challenge. And, um, I find that higher, higher sugar challenges for me are actually easier to recover from than challenges with a ton of fat and sodium in them. Um, just because fat is, uh, fat is, uh, it's, it's, it's the cal- most calorie dense macronutrient mm-hmm. and it takes way more energy for the body to, to break down fat. And so it takes a longer time for body for, for fat to move through your body. And so uh, that tends to slow the digestion process. Like when it comes down to carbs and and sugar and all that, I usually, I still feel pretty bad the day after, but it's usually a much quicker recovery process for me. Mm. And then, so that, that's like Tuesday, right? If you're feeling, and then how, by Wednesday, you're just back to doing like a lot of cardio and powerlifting yeah. or. Yeah. yeah. So uh, by, by Wednesday, um, I'm, I'm usually back to normal again. I can wake up and I'm actually like, okay. I feel, I feel alive today. Cool. It's, <laughs> I'm back in, I'm back on planet earth. Uh, and then I, uh, yeah, I usually go for a, a bike ride. Um, bike riding for me is definitely something I, I, I try to do as much as, as possible just because it's, it's a much more sustainable cardiovascular activity for me. And I, I genuinely love cycling. So, um, and, uh, so yeah, I'm doing that and then I'm powerlifting as well. Uh, I usually lift about three or four times a week. Uh, a little bit less now, now because I'm, I'm training for my Ironman and I, you know, I, I get more, you know, uh, benefits to doing bike rides and, and runs and everything. Um, so, um, but yeah, I usually am back to editing on, on Wednesday, like on Tuesday, like I don't even want to look at that footage cause I'm just, yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, I, I don't want to think about it anymore. Yeah, I, could, I could imagine. Um, so, uh, before we go, I, I gotta know. Do the people at your local local grocery store, supermarket, and the restaurants? Do they know you? Do they know what's going on when you come in and buy this stuff? Like, what is their reaction? Um, yes, uh, I mean now it's. Uh, I would say it's de- it's it, me, people definitely know when I pull up to my local Taco Bell, my Chick Fil A, 
McDonald's. It's and, like all uh, hands on deck. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's yeah. It was pretty. Like I, I live pretty close to my local grocery store, so I, I definitely a lot of the. I'd say like four or five of the employees, like I'll, I'll be walking down an aisle and I'll run into them and be like, dude, what's, what's the next challenge, man? What do you, what do you do? And, you know, even if it's me just eating something that's like a box of cereal in my, you know, my day to day life, they're like, are you doing a cereal challenge next? It's like, nah, man, I'm just, I'm just getting some cereal. Like <laughs> I really wanted some lucky charms today. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no, they, they, they know what's going on. It's, it's cool. I love That's it. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on. And I yeah. hope just everyone uh, listening has been able to kind of really understand that it's okay to eat. Uh, you know, you don't have to count every calorie and just be active, be healthy. And Eric, thank you so much again. And uh, that's it for today. This is the Thought Leaders Podcast. All right, everybody. That is another episode in the books. Thank you so much for listening. And I hope you enjoyed the show. Remember to subscribe to us on iTunes and leave us your comments and reviews. And new episodes will be coming out every Monday. So until then, have an awesome week.